0: There's always plenty happening in the world of rugby league and just a man to talk to about this. The Daily Telegraph's Michael Carrianas. Mickey, good afternoon.
1: Hey, uh, Glenn. How you going,
0: mate? I'm doing really good. Now, the rugby league reported that you are, but today the cricket player you are.
1: <laughs> Please. <laughs> well oh, yeah. Mate, where, where are you lining up? Over. Very low very low key, mate. Very, very <laughs> low key. I might not bat might not bowl, but might do a bit of fledging.
0: It's it's an afternoon. Out and maybe an a nail or two at the end of it. Would that be correct?
1: Yeah, it's got to be. Look how hot it is. It's it's a stinker in Sydney. So yeah, no, I'll um I'll be trying. I'll be flip uh, slop slapping and then um, racing off to the local for one or two.
0: That sounds like a great afternoon. A great day of cricket is when you don't actually have to play cricket. You just turn up and <laughs> hang out with your mates, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Mate, the world of rugby league and particularly the NRL never sleeps. Another big week. Uh, in the NRL, I saw today in the Daily Telegraph you had a sit-down with um, with Shane Flanagan. How are things shaping up with the Red V? I know it's uh, a club close to your heart. How are they shaping up, and what did Flano have to say?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting week for the Dragons. So I, mate, you, um,
0: I love the sigh at the start, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what do you do if you're a Dragons fan? I think everyone can empathise with, with Dragons fans at the moment, because... Um, you know, it's been a, a, an interesting off-season. Obviously, Shane Flanagan arrived, and it's important to know that I sat down with him before Christmas, so yep. um, before these injuries sort of took note this week. But, um, you know, it's been an interesting off-season. Obviously, Shane Flanagan arrived, and, you know, they settled Ben Hunt's future, and then, uh, you know, they turned to the player market. And have and missed out on a couple Adamson Adam all Blake. It was a big one. That's the one they went all in for. Connor Tracy, they also had... A, a fair bit of interest in as well, but couldn't land either of those. And then um, fast forward to the first week at training and a couple of players that they did sign, Corey Allen and, and Ronald Volkman will basically miss the rest of the year. Corey Allen uh, ruptured, he, he, well, ruptured his ACL at training a couple of days ago. And then uh, just before that, Ronald Volkman, who'd only been at training for two minutes, you know, really, yeah. like a couple of days in his stint as a dragon, and has failed his medical. So... Um, they won't um, go ahead with that deal, so it's really interesting times uh, for the Dragons. But Shane Funnigan, if you speak to him, um, and I've spoken to him in the last couple of days, he, he's optimistic because he says that they're, you know, they're training better. You know, their testing levels are, are much better than what they were last year, and the enthusiasm levels is it, still there. But I hold great fears for that roster.
0: Talk about Ronnie Valkman. This it's a really t- tricky one, isn't it, or a really tough one for him. Obviously, he's he's come to the club. Uh, he, he left the the Warriors last year, started with the Sydney Roosters, but went to the Warriors. He now departs the club. He, he turns up with the Dragons, gets injured. So he's contracted now. is They're not going to go ahead with the contract. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. And I don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah. It's a really tricky situation. So in terms of... Christmas.
0: Yeah, so in terms of... I suppose his his rehabilitation and even mm, covering his medical, medical costs medical and things costs like that's a weird, that stuff, yeah. Is he now left without a club and has to go through this himself, or how does that yeah. all pan out?
1: It's a bit open ended at the moment because just before Christmas, the Warriors officially released Ronald Volkman. He had two years left on his deal, and they yeah. agreed to uh, a payout for for those two seasons. So he's off the Warriors books, and then um, you know agreed to join the Dragons and. Uh, while at the Dragons because of that Christmas period he, he didn't undergo a, a medical at that time but he he, re- he went to Dragons training this week and then um, you know uh, the physios noticed something uh, around his shoulder and he underwent some scans and scans reveal he needs a, a, another reconstruction which would sideline him for the year so the Dragons are like well this is not what we uh, signed up for so they're saying that um, having undergone a, a medical, he's failed his medical, so we've mm. meant the contract null and void. But the Warriors are saying, Well, no, we agreed to this uh, lump sum. We've, we've released you, so you're not our player anymore. So I think the RLPA will have to get involved in, in this one. It's a sad situation. It's a tricky situation for a 21 year old who was hoping to he, restart his career um, at, at the Dragons this year.
0: Yeah, and as you say, it's, it's, it's such a tricky one because, you know, Commercially and, and and contractually, there is you know there's some black and white around here as to as to where it sits. But in the middle is a 21 year old young bloke who's trying to kickstart his his NRL career, and he's he's sitting there injured with not really knowing what to do. So hopefully the um, the RLPA can jump in and provide some sort of assistance there, mate. But um, but back to Flanno, you know you've you've known him for some time now. Uh, you know what he's going to bring to the club. But where, where do you see is where are things going to be different? under Flannery at, at the Dragons this give, year. Give your, your Dragons uh, fans or your, your your mates at the Dragons some hope here that um, that things can be different.
1: Well, the hope is Shane Flanagan. Yeah. That's the hope for, for the Dragons, right? When you look at, you know, what he achieved at, at Cronulla, and don't forget he started from a really low base at the Sharks as well, and not just built them into a premiership inside, but built them into a consistent uh, finals team mm. um, to, to always be in the hunt. And, and those Cronulla sides were synonymous with being tough and, and, and gritty, and you know, he recruited really, really well. He had a, a base of player there, but then you know, recruited some, some young players like an Andrew Fafita and, and a Wade Graham. And then, you know, when push came to the shove, he, he recruited some experienced players, the Luke Lewis and Michael Ennis and James Maloney, and all those sort of players. So, you know, he showed that he had an eye from the bottom level as well as the top level and did a really good job there, having sustained success at the Sharks. But, um, you know, the Dragons will be better coached, better structured, mm. um, have a clearer understanding of, of what their roles are this year. But, um, you know, he's not a miracle worker, Shane Flanagan. And until he can add some high-caliber talent to that roster, I think they'll struggle.
0: Yeah, to go from the the bottom four to the top four, it's it's a huge journey.
1: Yeah, it's a long journey. At the moment with the Dragons, they've got the foundations of an okay squad there. You look at, you know, Jaden Sewer and Ben Hahn and, I think Black Laurie had his best year um, last year. So there's, you know, the, the Tyrell Sloan. If they can, you know, find that defensive edge to, to his game, we know how much of a weapon he can be with the ball. Moses Suli, you know. So, yeah, you know, there's there's a handful of some really really good players there, and um, they need those players playing at, at their top caliber and a few young men, a few young players to to come through. And I think that's probably been where the Dragons' downfall in the last four or five years has mm. been the. They've really neglected the, the junior nursery um, in, in both regions, and um, you know Anthony Griffin, you know, has been criticised a lot. But one thing it did prioritise, along with the Dragons' management, there was getting a junior pathway system back in place. And yeah. I think probably next year you'll probably see the fruits of, of that start to bear a little bit.
0: Yeah, you look at you look at um, you know that South Coast region. It's produced so many great rugby league players, and. Yeah, may have been neglected for a while by the St. George Illawarra Dragons and, and now a real priority. You look at the, uh, I suppose, the other steel city in Newcastle, a, a huge rugby league nursery up there uh, produced so much great talent, not just since 1988, but, but well before that. Um, plenty of great rugby league players come out of Newcastle and the Hunter, but both clubs now have, have some reinvigoration in that junior pathways through those areas, and it, and it's both of them have got nurseries they really have to tap into again.
1: And I think the the benefit the Knights have is some stability at the top as well. With, Definitely, you know Adam O'Brien, who's had success at at that top level. Now, you know I know his future was shaking at times during the course of last year, but you know he'll he'll ink a contract extension mm. at, at, at some stage, probably before the, the balls kicked off this year. And you know Peter Parr's been coming into this is Newcastle Knights as well, and he knows you know he had success at, at North Queensland, who who had such a great junior nursery um, available available to him as well. So I think. There's, um stability at the top, at the Knights, is filtering through to some of their pathway systems.
0: And speaking of the Knights as well, um, Bradman Best, Bradman Best, is the one player who's probably the biggest name who's going to be coming off mm. contract, getting closer to that um, to that contract extension.
1: Well, it's like before Christmas, I, I would have thought it would have been done by now. I would mm. have thought before November one, Newcastle were confident it'd be, it'd be done because they put a really good offer to of Bradman Best. I don't think. You know, I, I don't think anyone can say that the Knights have shortchanged Bradman. Best. It's around that seven seven fifty mark for yeah. um, two to three more years after this year, and that's a significant deal. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: So the, the Newcastle Knights aren't getting any home ground discount there. Whether Bradman and, and his camp uh, are wanting uh, a number starting with eight is, is what I've been told. But um, whether or not he can get that open the, on the open market, I'm not sure. But um, Newcastle, um, if they do lose. Bradman best. It's not because they haven't put a competitive offer to him, because I think that around that seven seven fifty mark is very very good money for yeah. a guy that's you know probably played what a, an outstanding half a season. Yep. Otherwise, they're showing glimpses that he can be. You know, he's going to be a good player, Bradman, and Newcastle want to keep him, and I think their offer shows that they'll make him one of the highest paid centers in the game.
0: Yeah. Look, I. am I've known Bradman best since he came through the the junior ranks. He was a superstar as a kid, and he's shown plenty through his career. I'd love to see him stay at the Newcastle Knights. As you say, though, a a contract deal with an eight at the front of it, it's a big number for a centre.
1: It's a huge number. And if you look at, you know, comparatively, that's Stephen Crichton. What the have almost paid Stephen Crichton. And, you know, Bradman hasn't been at that level yet. Uh, You know, not to say that he won't get to that level, but that sustained success of... Um, and consistency that the likes of um, Stephen and has been able to possess. You know, Herbie Farnworth and yeah. Katoni Staggs and even uh, those sort of players are ahead of Bradman at the moment. for You know, just their ability to, to, to play a few more games. Joey Manu and the like, you know, they're, they're the highest-paid centers in the game at the moment. And for mine, Bradman's a tear down from that. And I think mm. the offer from Newcastle is a fair one. Yeah, indeed.
0: Mickey, thanks for joining us. Uh, Enjoy the cricket this afternoon, mate. Hope you get a few runs, a couple of wickets and uh, and an ale at the end of it.
1: Yeah, I'll be getting one of those at least. All right. Good on you, mate.
0: Thanks so much. Michael Karianis from the Daily Telegraph. Good enough to join us on this Saturday afternoon.